Question. What is PUA about? PUA meaning pickup artist. So it's a sort of community of people and network of ideas. You know, there's different schools or camps or, you know, websites or whatever, different books by different people, but there's a, a general theme to it. There's some overall cohesion. One of the big ideas is you can study relationships and social dynamics as if they were a science and you can figure things out about them. You can go to bars and clubs and try stuff and see if it works. You can write down your experimental results and you can try again and try something else and see if you do better. You can actually record data and you can record a lot of data over time. If you go to the club like three times a week and you do 20 approaches every time you go to the club, then that would get you 60 data points per week. And after a year, you'd have like 3,000 data points. You know, and you could go, you could actually do a lot more approaches than that per week if you're really into it and really um, emphasizing it and focusing on it. And you could do that while having a nine to five job. Like you could have a nine to five job and still do way, way more than 20 approaches three nights a week if that was like the main thing you were interested outside of work. Which it kind of is for a lot of people. It's like, all right, they've got their job and they want to get a girlfriend. So that's a big focus. Not everyone has like a bunch of other hobbies taking up a lot of time. And even if they, you know, have some other hobbies they like, they could still, you know, set them aside for six months or two years while figuring out the girlfriend thing and then go back to them later. So anyways, there's these people who thought it's not just this random mystery. It's not beyond the reach of logic and reason and studying. It's not just whether you were born attractive. It's not just your looks. And it's especially not just your genetic looks, the ones you have no control over, like facial structure. Like things like how you dress and your hairstyle, you know, can matter more than a lot of physical appearance, things you can't change. But that's not the most important stuff. The most important stuff is your attitude, how you present yourself, how you convey yourself. It's not primarily about what you say. It matters what you say, and it has to be like somewhat reasonable, but a lot of it is stuff like attitude. People talk about confidence. Um, and they use that as kind of like a buzzword, like just, oh, be confident. Be yourself, be confident, and uh, try to relax. And, you know, that's not very good advice. But, but being confident actually is important. So one of the things that PUA discovered is congruence. So if you're making, if you seem confident in some ways but not others, that actually goes over really badly. It comes off as potentially dishonest or faking. Uh, women are usually really sensitive to ways a guy might be lying to them or exaggerating. So they look for inconsistencies in the guy. So, like, suppose you just took a script that sounded confident and you memorized it and then you said it. And you thought, you know, I just came off super confident just like a badass. Why did she reject me? 
And the answer is you are giving off all kinds of subtle cues with body language, voice, tone, um, how much you lean forward, how you react to her not hearing you, um, your, your vibe. And if the words you're saying don't match your vibe, then that comes off bad. That comes off as fake. But vibe is something you can learn to control and improve. You can change it. It just takes practice and a deeper, more sophisticated understanding of what you're actually trying to change, what all the different factors are. So PUA has broken a lot of that stuff down into little chunks that you can understand and you could actually change, like how much eye contact do you make? Like that's an actual issue and you can work on that. You can specifically, you know, you could spend two weeks talking to people at clubs and paying close attention to how much eye contact you make and trying to make the right amount of eye contact. And you can, you can record data about what your results are. Like when I make this much eye contact, people find it creepy. When I make this much eye contact, people think I'm not paying attention to them. And you can find like the sweet spot for how much eye contact you should make. And you can, you can be, you can figure out nuances, like in which situations should you be making more or less eye contact? Or you can just read about this stuff in PUA material because people have already gone through and put a huge amount of work into figuring it out. So you can read advice like when you say the punchline of a joke, break eye contact. Now, why is that? It's because when you're making eye contact, then the person's reaction is more of a performance. They see that you're looking at them and they feel socially pressured to laugh, to like the joke. Before they even think about it, before they understand it, they're trying to have the proper reaction. If you break eye contact, the person has a little bit more freedom to think for themselves about the joke and form their own opinion because they don't feel as pressured and monitored. It's a subtle difference, but it matters. And if you, if you change 50 subtle things like that, then your overall vibe will change and people will perceive you differently and react to you differently. And that's one of the things that I appreciate about PUA is the attention to detail, the figuring out, hey, we can break this down into little pieces and actually figure them out in detail and sort of incrementally, step by step, work out a lot of different stuff. And they don't see that as like hair splitting and why bother? They see it as, hey, let's, let's treat this as a skill and let's try to figure it out and understand it. So that's cool. People say that if you study this stuff, then it's not natural, you're a faker, and that that's bad. And this is a really mean thing to say. It prevents people from studying it who are bad at it, and then they stay bad at it, and then they're just not successful in relationships, and then they're unhappy. So it's very cruel how much people are mean about PUA and uh, don't like the idea of it and look down on it. And it's a complete and utter double standard because women spend way more time studying relationships than men do. Women watch TV shows about relationships like Sex and the City. They read magazines about relationships like Cosmo. They are constantly studying relationships and talking to their friends about relationships. 
and social stuff. Like, that's what women do all the fucking time, is they're gossiping, they're chatting about um, what you do in relationships. Uh, sex, social signals, who's hot, who's not, fashion. All this kind of stuff that PUA studies is actually just sort of normal hobby for women to pay attention to. Whereas men's normal hobbies are not about that, it's more about bowling or um, gardening or construction or barbecuing. Like, men more often have hobbies that are about stuff and production and ideas and science, and women more often have hobbies that have to do with people and looking at people and talking to people and being social and reading relationship advice and reading dating tips and reading sex tips and learning how to put on makeup and learning how to please people. And, you know, women are stereotypically the ones who appreciate watching romantic comedies and uh, romance movies that aren't comedies. And, you know, so women are, like, learning how that stuff works. And men, like, aren't so much. So it's really unfair to say that if a man studies PUA and reads a few books and learns about the social rules, that now he's a faker because most women have actually studied it way more than that guy. Like, the PUA people are just sort of catching up to women on how much they study this stuff and how much effort they put in.